this week on Big Eyes, the future of Jump is looking very interesting as we head into this break week on Weekly Shonen Jump. These eight were kind of hard to choose on, especially with some glaring omissions, but we had to ultimately choose them for episode 109. Let's get it. The Big Eyes Podcast. Hey, I, man. I, I, I gotta just talk because if I we keep trying to discuss it, I'm gonna change my mind. I know, man, but like it's just it's just crazy that we end up on this type of week, man. Also, welcome to the Big Eyes Podcast, episode 109. AD and LJ back at it again. We're sitting here having a discussion about these rankings because Jump goes on break this upcoming week, and we've had a hard time like ranking stuff. Over the last couple of weeks, it's been fun trying to, um, you know, talk about whether or not we like these chapters better than other ones in terms of like, you know, where they are in the story, like impact, character moments, all of that stuff, man. But it's just like this week, only one actual manga stood out above the rest and everything else. We just really had to like sit down and be like, "Uh, is this really better? Like, oh, no. Like, so. It's just been a crazy week. I think that's the best way we could put it is that there was one true standout and when we reveal the list you'll you'll hear it. But there was one real standout. Everything else, it wasn't that nothing else was like significantly weaker. Yeah. But I think that we're talking about we're going on week. This has been an anticipated to break. Like we've known about this break for a minute. Um you get this anticipated break and stopping point and where we feel like, okay, this is where these things have stopped at is where we see them at. Th- that played a big role. And like, did anything really move the needle before they went on break or, or really try to take some type of risk before, um, before going on break. And, yeah, that's where we're that's where we're at with it. <laughs> like yeah. we're like okay, like you know what I'm saying. Who actually attempted to move their story forward, or did a lot of things like where things just wrapping up, and you st- even though they're wrapping up, they still felt in like the same place. Yeah, and and that's where it it really falls with a lot of these things. Like as you'll see, like we 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 really did like an extensive like I think we reread chapters twice over just to make sure we really wasn't tripping on stuff, man. You know, once we reveal the rankings, you'll really see what we're talking about with these eight. Um, but I think we start with off with some news first, man. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. First news, uh, the 16th Japan International Manga Award opens for entries. Um, what this really means is that artists or writers of non-Japanese origin can enter this competition and they can get their manga published and it'll take place on in Tokyo on February, 2023. Um, so, you know, that's a good thing to come out for, for people who want to, you know, partake in the manga industry, you know, get recognized for their works. Cause Japan always has, um, you know, they always have their, 
especially jump. They always have their competitions and contests. Like we had the million tag uh, competition last year. Uh, they always have like the the rookie uh, awards or whatever. Um, That's cool that they actually are doing something. Um, like for international like writers and and people who are like fans of mangas that, um that like aren't japanese or you know so that's tight that's really yeah. cool yeah and entries are open until july 8th so um you know if you want to apply go ahead and do it now hopefully you see some black manga writers yeah man that's really what i want to see like i want to see some more black manga writers at least comic writers some somebody in there man you know representing man that would that would be dope uh next up uh, Yuki Tsunaga and Keiki Hayashiya, who are the writer and Rakugo supervisor of Akane Banashi, will be appearing on Fumio Takada's Radio Beverly Noon. It's, it's a Japanese radio station on May 25th, and they're going to be doing some Rakugo special programs. Um, I think it's dope that they're, you know, promoting. They live in their raps. Yeah, yeah. I love when our mangaka live in raps. Exactly. So, you know what? Shout out to them. Oh, no, that's cool though that they're doing that. They're, they're like actually promoting like what they're doing. Um, I think that's going to be really fun. Um, uh, what you want to call it? And they've been popular. They can yeah. see the color page and everything. Yeah, man. Um, what you want to call it? Yeah, they received a color page. Your Sakura received a color page. Undead on Luck. Yeah. Know. All these little new ones have been kind of making some noise. Kind of, but not yeah. definitely really yeah. happy for that. Speaking of new manga, speaking of new manga, there's going to be a new serialization coming. It is called Awesome Smartphone. Um, let me see if I can pull up the thing. That shit is not selling me. <laughs> it's not selling me. Hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, all right. So here it is. Here it is. Uh, so awesome Smartphone by Hiroki Tomisawa and Kentaro Idano. We'll be starting its serialization in Weekly Shonen Jump issue 23. Story narrates a modern suspense of a high school student who picks up a phone that can search anything. That's Death Note with a tablet. It is. I don't know how I feel about that, though. That nigga have a wild search history. Search anything? Man. And he's not doing it on private. He oh, he, hack- he hacking. He hacking in everybody's bank account. Ugh. What? What? <laughs> I don't he, but he it can only search though, right? It could search anything. I guess you could just say, "Hey, what's this nigga's debit bank number?" Let me Same let me see if I can put my camera up and, and scan your wallet from over here. That'd be wild. Yeah, can I'm search saying. anything. That's I'm crazy. Saying. Just thinking about it now, don't you think, bro? I don't know. Okay, maybe <laughs> it, it depends on how crazy this man goes. Yeah, the crazier the better. I'm saying you gotta really like. Make it wild. How, what do you mean by anything? Like jump plus it. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, jump yeah. Plus it. <laughs> Why not? Get, get all the way just crazy with it. Hey yo. Don't even care anymore. Hey man. Speaking of Jump Plus, um, there was a new manga that came out on Jump Plus this past week called Marriage Toxin. Um That's done it, by the uh, uh, Akutame's assistant, right? Yeah. Past assistant. Yep. And they also worked on Neolation, 
know what that is. I know it, you're it was, telling me about marriage talks and though you told yeah, me to read it. Yeah, I read the first chapter. It's not bad. It's really it's a really dope um first chapter. I'm not gonna hold you. I it, I wanna see where it goes. Um I'm not gonna say too much about it because um you know, check it out for yourself. Maybe we'll talk about it next week or on a future um big eyes rankings. Oh yeah, this week. We can get straight into it. I feel the other yeah. n- couple news things are all tied into this. Yeah, pretty uh, what's much. What's going on? So, pretty much. You know, this week, uh, a, a tough one, but <clears throat> whew. we're going through the big eyes rankings for this week of April 24th, the weekend of April 24th. And starting off, number one, kicking it off, Black Clover. Gets the uh gets the gets the title this week, so shout yep. out to Black Clover for number one, number two My Hero Academia, number three Blue Box, number four Ashiman, number five One Piece, number six My Hero Academia Vigilantes, number seven Undead Unluck, and number eight Baruto. Now we kicked off this episode. Well, fighting. <laughs> tooth and nail <laughs> to get Jujutsu Kaisen on this week's list. It has been a, a very general census that Akutame has been off his game. I don't know if the, the lights are too bright. He's putting on a very Kevin Durant-esque mm-hmm. Brooklyn Nets-esque mm-hmm. performance. Um, but I don't, I don't, I fought, man. I fought for it. That's all I can say. That's all I can say, people. I I fought to get it on. It was real Hikari hours. Um, it wasn't a bad chapter. I don't think no one thinks it was bad. I, no one thinks it was bad, but it felt like something he's done before. And then ending it with the cliffhanger of the domain expansion yeah, I, I, they, y'all got some sour taste in your mouth of how the last domain extan- expansion went. Uh, Megumi's kind of uh botched domain expansion wasn't a moment that I think everyone loved. So we get we're getting a we're getting a third attempt, but this time yeah. we're doing it with Hikari. Um, I, I mean, I don't know. It, it looked like it was set up for something good. Yeah, no, it was definitely set up for something good, but it's just like, I. It's not to say that it was a bad chapter either. I think for for Hikari and we're getting a little bit more about him and his techniques, um, and then we're jumping into his domain expansion without actually directly seeing his curse technique. It's kind of dope to see, especially when is when he's about gambling and his domain expansion is like I think it's called like Idle Gambler or something like that. Um, I think that it's a good setup and it could potentially be anywhere in the rankings next week, depending on how it executes. I just don't want it to be like, and I don't expect it to be like the, um, the triple domain expansion because there's only two people here. Either It's either going to be one or the other. So I don't think he's going to pull that type of move again. However, I just want to see it actually like go somewhere. You know, I want to see overwhelming, like, no, Hakari's domain expansion is kind of wild. You know what I mean? Like, 
I, I need to see more from it because we had an incomplete one, like you said, and you know that's all fine and dandy. We had a new sorcerer use a domain expansion on Yuji before that with um, Higuruma. Then we had the triple domain expansion to like show, okay, this is what happens when three clash at one time. But now we're getting Hikaris. I want to see like overwhelming, like, nah, bro, you never had a chance to begin with. You started this fight. You provoked. I mean, life. that's how it looks anyways, this fight. This fight looks, this, this is a squash match. This is really much a squash match, and we're just seeing Hikari be OP. Like, I mean, they even said that Hikari's one of the strongest. That's what I'm saying, man. Like, I just want to see it. Third year, damn near. That's that's all it is, man. I, I really just want to see different. it. I really want to see it happen. But, yeah, uh, but we decided to leave JJK off. I threw up a little in my mouth doing it, but it's okay. <laughs> I had to bite the bullet. I tried. Um... But no, Black Clover, uh, obviously, I mean, they're taking, uh, it's going to be, their hiatus is going to be longer than everybody else's, so. Yeah. Uh, they don't going know. on three months. Yeah, three months? That's yeah, it. they said three months. Uh, so, a three-month layoff for Black Clover. I think what they did this week to truly set themselves up for success, feeling like they've, you know, and obviously they're going into their final arc. This is crazy. We're losing some big dogs. Yeah. Clover is gone, going too with I'm my saying, hero and Jujutsu Kaisen. Exactly. I was saying um earlier, like this is Black Clover's like biggest moment, biggest point in this series. And it's it's already announcing that it's the actual final arc. Like, but so here's the other thing. We don't know how long this arc is actually gonna take. And he's taking this break um to you know recuperate get healthy get in get in enough shape to to draw whatever it is that he plans for it but i do remember him saying that he wanted black clover to be as long as like one piece at a certain point so that being said i don't think it's going to get to that point at all but it we could have potentially depending on where he goes at least another 200 to 400 chapters so while black clover is ending and this is the final arc we really don't know the direction that he could take with this like it, it could be a whole lot more to it, but I'm just I, because of the story moment that he left it off on, you know, ending the Spade Kingdom arc. Um, what's the little demon's name? Adremelec, um taking Lucif- hitting, yeah, taking Luc- Luciferos heart, mm-hmm. dipping off with that. You get, um, I mean, in this chapter, you get a great moment between, um, you know, and his mother. And them pretty much being like, yo, you know, can you please come back and rule the kingdom? And, you know, and, and you get a you get a wrapping up moment, I feel like, with like a closure moment with Lieb and Asta talking yeah. about his mom. So you both get these these this moment of these two orphans having some closure with that, like having some yeah. closure with their parents and being able to bond with their, with their mother. Yeah, being able to bond with their moms and all that. And then but both of them not letting that moment over like overtake the fact that they both have this set goal of becoming the wizard king. Mm-hmm. And then you, you pop back uh, pop to back. the kingdom. <laughs> check See in Julius, on Julius. Check in on Julius, the current wizard king. And as they're talking, you know, they've just gone through this battle fighting, fighting the pillars of hell. 
yeah. the strongest demons from hell, and then you you get that okay. They have Lucifer, who's the gravity, who's known the gravity magic. You get Bells above of spatial magic, and mm-hmm. then Astaroth of time magic. Yep. So now we only know one person here that has some time magic. Yep. And all these things come crashing down as we figure out that King Julius, the current wizard king, is really the the third ruler of hell. Yeah. He was the missing he was the missing demon who left and Megiculo, the the demon who killed um no Noel's mother took his spot. So now when everything is coming back full circle, we get to see that Julius is actually that person. And I think it's kind of a great moment of us getting his real name of Lucius Zorgratis and seeing a new type of grimoire with two spades floating on on top of each other. I think this is all culminating together. He leaves it on such a great cliffhanger. To where we're fighting the we're fighting the current Wizard King. We don't know how long he's really been Wizard King for real, for real, because we haven't seen any other Wizard Kings before him other than the first one. Um, we get to see that he is because he's the current Wizard King, and Austin, you know, make their declarations of wanting to become the Wizard King. He is their final test at this point in the story. Like this is literally them like taking up the mantle, depending on how he wants to write it. You know, it's all it's all set up for success. I think it's just a, a great enough cliffhanger to where once Black Clover comes back, I think it'll generate enough hype or it should generate enough hype for people to get interested in me. Like, OK, let's see where this story actually goes. Like, you know, what I mean, like Black Clover is actually trying to build up to something. Let's see where it actually goes. So I think. No, yeah. I like how they gotta kill the current Wizard King to become Wizard King. I like yeah. that. <laughs> I like that they gotta they gotta take the, the the head off the current king just to to so that spot could free up exactly. and whoever's gonna get that new spot. If they even kill him, like that's the crazy part. Nah, they, they might they to. they might figure out a way to separate these two because like it seemed like he had a little um personality switch. So, you know, yeah. Nah, yeah. but um, what you call? I don't know. Yeah, it was a good chapter though. Yeah. But like we said, this how it ended. I think the the how they wrapped up the current arc, how they bring you into the new arc, even though they're going on this extensive break, they did it better than everybody else in terms of setting themselves up for future success. Yeah. Um, my hero did a good job doing the same thing. Yeah. Um, I like the I like the fact that we get some brother banter between these two. I like Shoto being able to acknowledge his shortcomings. I like the fact that Toya makes this very personal. Yeah. Um, I like that you see that this weighs on Shoto way more than he may let on. Uh, this this is kind of the moment I've more been waiting for. I understand like Toya's like hatred for his dad and whatnot but you never really understood why he had a qualm with his brother who really ain't do shit yeah and then now you kind of just kind of understand that it's it's just more so a, a situation of you know he's mad at his brother for as essentially kind of not taking the same route as him of him just enduring the the punishment yeah 
And it's like, also in, in addition to that, it's like, he was never built that way. He was, he was always some, he was always fundamentally different because of endeavors, you know, experimenting with wanting to create something that was better than all might. So that's why when he brings up the line of, Hey, Shoto, are you a fan of all might? And he comes around the corner and hits him with a, I am. And then it's just like a smoke screen. They get into the fight and then you're just seeing, um, Dobby using some moves of Endeavors himself. Like, he knocks Shoto into a building. And, you know, just a back-and-forth banter between him and Shoto as he's using the the flash fire himself. And then you get the, the close-up moment with Shoto. You were, you were nice enough to take a close look at me. Like, you were really following all of my movements. Like, you see him. It, it's just a really good chapter between Shoto and uh, Dobby. I think them using their special attacks, Shoto using his own move called Phosphorus, uh, Dobby using some moves like Endeavor. You know what I'm saying? I think it's all of a good, um, just a really good chapter, man. Like, solid. No, it was a solid chapter. I think that they, once again, they're giving us a, a different angle of this story that I feel they've told already, but seeing Shoto really step up in this moment understanding how big, this is like bigger than rap for him. He's kind of just like, yeah. you know, like this is the moment I really got to let go and kill my past. Like I got to let go of like the burden that this family puts on me. Um, mm-hmm. You see, you know, you see a clash of two people who are victims of a, of a abusive situation, but they both handled it and took it differently. And it, it has that same situation has led both of them on two different paths and seeing their paths finally cross. And even, you know, seeing the, the feelings that they have towards each other. Cause I mean, like I, I think Shoto Shoto loves his brother, mm-hmm. you know, and he, he's, he wants to help save him. But at the same time, he's kind of like, I understand you're, you're too far gone this path that you are on right now. So yeah, you gotta move on. Yeah. Um, speaking of family, blue box gets to number three. Yeah. That was, uh, mm, that's a tough chapter, man. It was messy. It's yeah, a lot of messiness going on. It's getting messy. Yeah. It's a, it's a, listen, man. Who would have thought? Who would have thought high school would get like this? I mean, this could be on some Team Nick, man. You feel me? Like, yeah, on some Team Nick. <laughs> this is definitely a Team Nick show. No, you are absolutely correct. This is definitely some Team Nick shit right here. This is definitely some Saved by the Bell. This is some goddamn Boy Meets World. This is, this is, this could definitely be on some Team Nick. Um, oh, right now, this this school festival is is. It's it, it's it's just there's a there's a layer of spice to it now. Yeah. Like, um, with with especially with Taki and him trying to him trying to balance Chi and doing this play with Hina. Mm-hmm. This nigga say anything to Hina, she be getting weak at the knees. Yeah, man anything like this man just being responsible and she's just like ooh I like that my man for real and then you know <laughs> he runs into Chi Chi this boy over here having fantasies mm-hmm. um you know you get Hina and Chi they finally get this little face off yeah 
Then you got um well you got Tyke and Ma- because um Cheese Class is doing a, a made little cafe or they're holding a cafe, but you know the typical people when they have their um the typical the made use, fits on yeah they have the made fits on he has a little imagination going like I don't blame him like he was like wait I don't blame him that boy was. A boy oh, couldn't, couldn't control it. He said, maybe I might have to pull up. I don't know he yet. Like, I don't know. I might be hungry. You don't know. Ah, you don't crazy. know. I think, but I think the biggest, the biggest part of this chapter, though, is um, a moment between Chi and her mom. Yeah. And, like, Chi's mom really giving her like really uh, inadvertently she don't know but she's giving you know cheese some real advice yeah because all they do they watching tv while they're doing it they just having a whole chat on, on a on like yeah she's like yo listen don't be leading people on yeah you gotta if you, you can't be leading people on man and she's like listen you're you either gotta be two feet in or two feet out don't be over here don't be non-committal yeah you playing with people's hearts like that it's unfair it ain't cool Exactly. Now Chi over here all sick because she's like, dang, like, yeah, he was like, listen, am I am I being unfair to to everybody around me? Be fair to uh, Taki? Am I being unfair to to Hina? She was just like, I don't know, I don't know what to do anymore. She Next this decision like, gonna be they big. Even going out yet? She's like, man, for real. She's like, bro, you ain't even y'all ain't even doing nothing. They still not going out. Technically, but Hina, I mean, listen, shout out to Hina. She, I mean, she shot the first, I mean, she fired the first shot. She was like, Listen, I'm not gonna play around with you. Now, the question is, who is Taiki really talking about at the end of the chapter? Who is Taiki really talking about at the end of the chapter? Yeah, because all he says at the end is like, I wonder if I should try contacting her, but what would I even say? Who is he actually talking about? Oh, he's talking about Chi for sure. He ain't worried about Hina. I don't know, man. He ain't worried about Hina at all. Just to, just he's to, not worried just to about throw Hina. a little doubt he's in there, one, like whatever. He, he is a one-track-minded human being. <laughs> he is one-track-minded. He don't man. give no dance about anybody else other than Chi right now. Hina is a second thought, afterthought to this man. Yeah, yeah. When Chi dubs this nigga, he's gonna be sick. Because he's not gonna want Hina, Hina gonna feel like a consolation prize to him. You're right. You're and right. then Hina's gonna be sitting there sick because she's like, "Dang, I like this dude, and he's not giving me no time of day because he's so fixated on Shorty." It's gonna be crazy. But if T goes, "Okay, I like you too," and then just kind of comes out with it, I think Hina will be able to take that L better than I feel Chi will. I think Hina, Hina already's kind of just like I don't like. Yeah, man. I don't know if Hina could take the L because she's not really used to losing. Who Hina? Yeah, she's not used to losing. Like, remember, she's like a a, a good ass gymnast. I she don't think she. To, I mean, listen, she's gonna have to take that's L gonna be her. <laughs> that boy, as soon as Chi say something to to uh, Taki about wanting to get together, every once again, everything else is getting shut down. You got sometimes you got to shut the fun down and get ugly on these hoes and eat. <laughs> That's right. what he was about to say. He about to shut all the fun down. <laughs> he about to shut it all down. She come over there and be like, you know what, Taki, let's do this. <laughs> Good luck. Good luck talking to my man. 
You are not seeing him ever. Blocked. Why? He's Why? Lo- <laughs> he's locked in, bro. He's he probably really one of those friends that that uh, what you will call it? Uh, yeah, he's definitely one of those friends that disappears once he gets a girl. Yeah, sometimes you gotta do that, man. Sometimes you be like, all right, I'll see y'all. Yeah, that's it. That nigga be you about to be laid up. <laughs> you about to be laid up. Shout out to that I'm boy. I'm out the streets. I'm out the streets. Yeah, he's done. He gave up. <laughs> streets is done for my man. Streets has nothing for him anymore. Man. He is like, why am I doing this? There's no reason for me to do this. It'd be a sad day if he end up with neither. He just gotta turn future. You know what's crazy is that that is a high possibility of him getting up with either one of them. <laughs> Hey man, he's he's not handling this situation well at all. He's not. He's not. He's trying his best. I know that he's trying to, but he's he's also getting dealt a bad hand. He's de- he's dealing with two. They're tens. Completely... They're both tens in their own way, bro. Like it's not even that. It's just like he's dealing with two people who are like they're two different types of hot and cold. Like he got one over here that's kind of just like, listen, I like you. I don't care if you don't if you don't like me. Like, I like you, and that's all that matters. And you got someone that's like back and forth of like, I don't know if I like you or not. That's a hard situation to juggle. Yeah, he's trying his best, but even him, he's all like, one day, like, man, you know what? I'm done with. I'm done with Chi. I'm finna just focus on badminton. I'm finna just focus on being the best, and she'll come when I'm the best. Then other days he's like, oh, I miss her. I want to be with me. <laughs> and then the other day he's like, dang, he look kind of bad. Okay, I see you. He's like, no, I have to stay focused on Chi because if I lose my focus, then she's going to be away forever. And then it goes right back to badminton. Yeah, then it goes right back to badminton. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He know Loki should just, she should just red shirt this year. She gone next year anyways. <laughs> She's gonna be out anyways. Just just red shirt hey, this year. He yeah. just got a red shirt this year with Taki. Let him have his little year of fun with Chi. Then she's gone. She's off to college next year. She got oh, the game got, from he, that point. He got a yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, she just gotta eat one year. She'll be all right. She'll be all right. She can eat one year. Man, last on the top four. <laughs> that's I'm gonna end that one. <laughs> She just needs to eat that year, bro. Yeah. Uh, last on the top four, Ashiman. Once again, this manga has been putting up crazy numbers. Uh, this week it was nuts, literally nuts. Like a a badger really let his nuts hang. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, Ashiman man. was Ashiman reached Chainsaw Man levels this week. Yeah, you can definitely see the influence. You can. <laughs> Every Chainsaw Man levels this week. You can you can listen. Fujimoto's influence is, is touching all parts of the world right now. Yeah, man. But not only that, man. I'm I'm happy that we're getting a little bit more depth about the Corey hotels and you know a little bit more about their history, because um, they are they are a service that combines both what Tanukis and Kisune, which are like the Japanese foxes. Um, so now they both work together, you know, they can manifest here as either one and all the people who are employed are either Kitsune or Tanuki. So, you know, they hiring in, they supporting their own community, you know what I'm saying? 
that's dope. Like they've been they've been handling business, but you know when it comes down to them, you know, trying to meet with the Corey Hotel's owner, it ain't all is what it's cracked up to be. Um, you know, you meet up with this guy. What's his name? Tamagawa. Uh, he shows up in a room. They they put him on like a little uh uh a CRT. They put him up on the CRT. And they, he's talking to him through the TV. He's like, hey, uh, I need y'all to really just understand the situation that y'all are in. Like, y'all only got seven minutes of my time. Other Anything after that, like, you know, I got to go. He's a real businessman. He told them niggas to get off the block, bro. He said, listen, y'all got seven minutes of my time. You know, they they put, they obviously the Corey Hotel group, they're running the hotels. They put cotton in them, all in this um, really nice executive suite. My guy pops up. He's like, yo, cotton, what's good? He's like, ah, here this guy. Um, you know, cotton's very upset to be dealing with this, but he's like, listen, I'm not going to beat around the bush. I ain't got a lot of time. Time is money, and money is time. Um, I need y'all to get out of Canto, the whole region. Yeah. There's a nice little spot up north that you can go to. Y'all can, um, you know what I'm saying? Y'all, you know, y'all can go do your little thing. We finna, you know, we already cut, you know, ties to the syndicate. We over here, we running our own little organization, getting our money right. Y'all coming over here, stirring up trouble. Can't really have that because your trouble is going to mess up my money. And I really ain't with my money getting messed up. And so essentially they're like, nah, we not finna do that. It was like, uh, I figured y'all would say that. Y'all kind of making life a little hard for me. So this is what we're going to do. Uh, you're going to get trapped in this Badger's nutsack because <laughs> the general manager, the 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 top dog that's running everything, his entire body, uh, and his name is Goyobu Danoki. Deno- um... Essentially, the whole hotel is a part of his body, and he, he grabs his nuts. They trap him in a room, and below them, they got three human exorcists performing an exorcism. Yeah, that trying will erat- to seal them away. That will seal them away for the next a thousand years. And he was like, "In the next a thousand years, or no, not the next, uh, next one hundred years." And he was like, "You know what?" While you're sealed away, we're going to make some arrangements for you. So when you finally are able to get released, we'll drop you off where you need to be outside of the Kanto region. And everybody will be okay. Um, and essentially, they, they, they're they in this trap. We go back tomorrow. He's finishing up his training. The, tele- like the telepathy that him and Big Sister got. She gives him a message like, yo, they're trapped. And now we're about to walk into this this battle for uh, at the hotel. And now he's riding out with the with the gang, man. Like it's about to be an all out war. I guess yeah, it's about to be. It's fun. We're getting back to some of the drama. Yeah. Um, but this is kind of the first time too they're they're letting like Morrow lead. Yeah. Usually he's kind of in the, you know what I'm saying? Like obviously he's the main character in the things that he's doing. It's more him taking orders, but like this is the first time you see him really take the lead and just be like, "All right, we gotta go save these people." He doesn't have no help, doesn't have Cotton, he has no other extra leaders around him. It's just him doing his thing in Cotton's gang and the and the rest of the Todoroki Alliance. So I'm excited to see where they go with this. I'm happy that he's 
back in the spotlight. You're putting a little bit more of the story's weight on his shoulders. And we're yeah. I'm excited to see how he could carry it, especially because his character has been very his character has been pretty one dimensional, but not in a bad way. Just that's how his character is. Um, so it's going to be cool seeing him be in different, being in situations where you see like, okay, how is he going to grow as a character? Like, how is this whole situation going to change, um, him in, in totality? So, yeah, it's going to be a fun, fun little chapter. Yeah, definitely. I, I can't wait to see the, where this art goes. You know, it's always been fun with Ayashima, man. You really can't go wrong with that. You can't. They've been killing it. Ashima is definitely one of the ones where, like, all right, you can tell early on that it was something special, but like to see it now, especially where the story's at and the pace that's picking up, like Ashima's really cementing himself as something that Shonen Jump could, I'm sure, can rely on immediately. I mean, it's top twenty five yeah. already for Q one for for Volume One. Yeah. Um. So it's it's obviously showing some really great promise, and I hope they keep this pace up. Uh, the last four, One Piece, Vigilantes, Undead, Unluck, Baruto, all did some really fun things and kind of left each other, uh, left off at some good spots. Obviously, Vigilantes is about to wrap up, so mm-hmm. where they're ending at is more of a, it, it's going to be exciting to see where Kochi goes with his, the rest of the story. You obviously him and Pop have this moment between each other that was really beautiful. Uh, Pop finally gained the courage of, of just saying her feelings. And Kochi just kind of uh, also teetering with this idea of finally getting a chance to be a real hero. Yeah. Yeah, man. Like, he, he, it's a great moment, man. All of this together. We get Koichi, you know, waking up from everything. He asked about um, what happened with number six. They really couldn't find anything about him. You got Captain Celebrity coming in. Claiming him as his sidekick, also as sort of an NDA because, you know, he isn't, he's not a licensed person. He's not a licensed hero, but he was obviously seen helping the heroes and doing other things with the heroes, even though he wasn't licensed. So, you know, Captain Celebrity comes in to try to, you know, brush everything over, use him as like leverage, not leverage, but as a cover saying, hey, he was working for me all of these times, like when he was at the mall or when he was um, performing these arts for us or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like he was always there working for him. So, you know, it's a it's a good cover story for Koichi. I'm, I'm happy that he was able to help him out in that way that he got pop giving him the um, the all might hoodie, the one that he never had. But he has this moment of saying, like, you know, I think I'm done with this. I think I'm about to grow up a little bit. And Pop ne- didn't really get a chance to get off her feelings for real at that point. But then she ran back to the room to really say how she felt. Then she looked at him, actually put on the hoodie. And, you know, she start- She jumps on him, starts crying, man. It's a it's a really touching moment. Yeah, yeah. nah. Vigilantes looks like he's going to wrap up on a good note. Uh, I don't know how many more chapters is left. Maybe. Is it one more? I, I want to say it is, but, you know. I excited we to see seen- where it goes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, One Piece. Oda's trolling us a bit because he knows he could easily he could have easily wrap this up real quickly. But hey, man, Oda's doing his Oda thing. I think the the this chapter, you know, with uh Momo really having to tap in and grow up a bit 
and being like, man, listen, this is fight isn't just Luffy's. It's my fight, too. Like, I got to really step up and do my thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can see Momo kind of having this, you know, throughout this chapter, he was really struggling with his own confidence. And that was the biggest thing of just like, no, like, oh, man, like, I don't I want someone else to do it. And him even going back and you having a flashback of when he had to get sent forward in time. And even him saying, telling them, like, yo, somebody else do it. Like, I don't want to do it. Like, please, like, I can't do this alone. Um, and then by the end of this chapter, Luffy and Kaido's battle is still going on. Um, and you see Luffy just make his fist as the size of an island. And he just tells Momo, like, hey, I need you to bring the island over here because I'm about to punch through it. And I'm going to punch Kaido through it and, you know, have this Momo Momo of just telling him, like, yo, I believe in you. So, you you know, you get Momo part of him carrying his weight and making this final battle, um, like him being a part of it. So a, a, a really good chapter. Once again, it's fun. Uh, Oda could have easily wrapped this up, but mm, hey. I mean, it's going to go crazy for the anime. The anime has been doing numbers. I think this is all like good content for when the anime really dramatizes everything like the <laughs> i really ha- i'm about to binge the rest of the anime because one on animation has been spectacular so i'm not complaining about the chapter i can't i can't complain about this chapter i really want to see where this part goes especially when we have the point where kaido is beating up on R- luffy and he just conveniently drops this in and says Roger didn't have any double fruit powers. He was just straight hockey. Oh he yeah, really Roger, Roger, <laughs> Roger was straight hockey in hands, bro. Like, straight hockey in hands. That's I'm hard. Saying. Shout out to Roger. Straight like, hockey in hands, man. Like you know, he had to do what he had to do. Yeah, like we can't, we can't. Like he was, he was the king for a reason. You just can't let that go. Uh, but yeah, man, I think it was a, a solid chapter all in all. Like Momo having his moment. You know, um, him, even, him even saying, like, you know, I'm still young. Like, this is not my job. And Kinemon and them going, you know, like, let us have this honor because, you know, they were really that close with Odin. They didn't really want to disappoint their lord. That was that was their man. So, yeah, man, solid chapter from One Piece. Tough. Um, Undead Unluck and Baruto get the bottom two of the seven and eight. Undead Unluck. A uh, flashback chapter with Rip. You kind of see the reason why he, um, you know, betrayed his folks. I think it was a great flashback because the moment the, his flashback was great because you really see the moment in which his powers awaking at the yeah. wrong time of him, do, uh, uh, performing him, surgery, performing surgery on his best friend, the mm. love of his life. And she dies on the table, and he knows that with the power of the arc, that he can bring her back or attempt to bring her back one more time. And he yeah. knew that to do that, um, especially with Ragnarok coming, that he he had to make a business decision. Yeah, which is understandable. And it really makes me want to um, learn more about there because Ragnarok is obviously coming, and they they've been teasing that there's only one more time loop in this story or whatever. So I want to know if they ever hit this time loop, what would that look like? Are we going to see those characters that, you know, everybody lost in their past? Like, are they going to come back? Are they going to try to save everyone and get another chance to try to save everyone? Like, how is that going to look? 
Um, so, and with that in mind, I could see Undead Luck. You know, I don't know where Undead Luck is going at this point, but I think it's a good solid um, stopping point for this break. Yeah, definitely. Um, no, I I think they could have chose something a little different, just a little. I mean, it, it's the it's, it's the flashback it's, that we've been waiting for for so long in itself because we've been getting hints of Rip's flashback throughout the story, but not really knowing the details of it. And it's the first time that we're actually getting like some of the things, like even with last chapter when we got Nico betraying everyone uh, because he's we see a spirit of whoever is close to him from the chapter before that. It's like there are so many details and points that have come up just from this last few chapters that are like just clashing together. And it's like, we're getting this no, out of no, all the Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. I hear what you're saying. You're right. Definitely yeah. On that one. Um, and then lastly, Baruto gets it. Definitely was better than Dragon Ball Super, which I felt was you just show Bardock. Bardock's just like Goku, and Goku's just like Bardock in terms of being slight idiots, but it is what it is. Yeah. Um, the Baruto chapter, though, was really good. You you have... there's I think they had a lot of... They had some fatherly moments with people who are not <laughs> good fathers. <laughs> you see fathers being better fathers to kids that are not theirs. It's great. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's it's absolutely amazing. Uh, Ada pulls up though. They they are now attacking the village. Uh, they they got my they got my guys in a tight spot with you know Ada being as powerful as she is. Delta's having some issues with her. Uh, Code mm-hmm. got Ahmad by the throat and he stabs him with his thumb. Lots mm-hmm. of shenanigans going on. You get a moment between uh, Sasuke and Boruto. And you get also get a moment between Kawaki and Naruto, where yep. they're kind of you know they're comforted. They're you know they're they're giving comfort once again. It's a father son's moment with niggas with the wrong kid. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Um, yeah, and then at the end they, you know, at the end Ida just really just says like, "Listen, I like Kawaki, and I'm only helping Code out because I know it'll get me closer to Kawaki." And uh, Shikamaru sees this, and it's like I, you know, he finesses a plan, and it's yeah. like, hey, listen, Kawaki's already on our side. If you just come to our side, you wouldn't even have to deal with any of that. You would, you wouldn't even have to deal with code. Yeah. He's like, I can just come over here, and you help us out. We already got him, so it is. It, you know, he's obviously not gonna come with y'all easily. So yeah, fun chapter. It was cool. Yeah, definitely. Um. There's a lot of key things in there. Like, I think the one of the key moments is like uh, Sasuke giving Boruto the actual headband from chapter one that we see, like him actually telling him, like, yeah, you can hold on to it this time. Um, and then just, you you know, like you said, the father son with Naruto and Kawaki. You got Serato on the side saying, like, you know, I'm kind of jealous. Like, that's my dad. Like, we ain't even talking. Um, I think it don't you know. with it. Yeah, it, it's just some crazy stuff like that, man. Um, and then you get some moments about uh, the girl with Naruto. Uh, she hears that Boruto killed, uh, or Kawaki killed Boruto, but that's a detail that could get out. You know what I mean? Like they're setting up like little details here and there, especially about um, Ada's powers and how she can affect the mind. But because uh, Shikamaru can use his shadow 
on her. That's not a direct attack that can harm her. So it's like it's stuff like that, man. There, there's a lot of little details here, here and there that make this chapter kind of good for like the next month. Definitely better than Super for sure. Like they could have they set up something with with Bardock and this Scouter, and it's just like yeah, nah, rerock. Yeah, it's bad. I don't know. I don't care about Dragon Ball Super. It was yeah. it was whatever. Yeah. Um, before we wrap up though, we didn't mention it in the news section. Didn't mention it at all. Uh, but Haikyuu, ten oh, year yeah. anniversary. Yeah, they got a special chapter that dropped. So that was cool. I'm gonna read Haikyuu this uh, this year at some point, man. I've been heavy on my sports stuff, so it's gonna get on the list somehow. I Listen, might need to watch it. I think I'm not feeling it manga wise. I think I just need to watch it. It is good emotion. It it is definitely really good emotion. But it's cool, you know. They they do this whole all star team battle. Yeah, you see my boy Hanada. He's over here in Brazil doing his thing. Mm-hmm. You got Kageyama on the other side. Yeah, it's you no, know, it's cool. They 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 doing some fun stuff with it. It was it looked yeah. like a. Um, as a person who has not f- completely finished Haikyuu yet, but it looked like a, a fun. I don't know if they are they are they doubling up. Are we getting another chapter after? Because they only get they only show them collecting all the players and getting the team set. They don't actually show the game. We might so they might do something like Prince of Tennis now because they're wrapped up. They might do something like maybe a Prince of Tennis sequel, maybe a ten year anniversary. Maybe they'll well, this come was around a 10 for the. Year. No, not like I'm not. Well, another anniversary, or maybe they'll oh, do yeah, something yeah. like Special Olympics chapter or something. You know what I mean? Like they could do something like that. That's true. That's true. Facts. Well, this is this week episode of the Big Eyes Podcast. Thank you guys very much for tuning in. Um, you know what's funny is that Children X dropped while we were doing this episode. Hold <laughs> up, just dropped. All right, so we're gonna have to recut this whole episode. Hold up, hold up, real quick before you end it for real. Like, well, no, nah, I'll talk to you after that. Go ahead and end it. Thank you for listening this week of the Big Eyes Podcast. Make sure you follow the Lookout RNC. Make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. AD, what's the sign off? Please read more manga, watch more anime, and be on the lookout. Only on the lookout for the Big Eyes Podcast.